This is Do We Like Movies. It's a podcast where two guys review individual movies, sequels, and occasional television shows. In this show, we talk about our experiences with them, and we answer the question, Do we like this movie? Welcome to Do We Like Movies. I'm your host, Angel. And I'm your sexy, precocious, single host for the holidays hobby. And here we are, the year 2023. This is year four of the podcast? I can't do math, so I I assume it's four. We started in January of 2019. Was it? Yeah. Why did we start with Halloween? <laughs> because that's what throws me off. It makes me I feel know, like we, we started, started with Halloween in January. <laughs> like it makes me feel like we started in the fall, but we didn't. <laughs> anyway, yeah, four years. Holy shit. Dude, yeah. It's in crazy. that time you had a kid. I'm back in school. That's about it, really. <laughs> yeah, Those no. are major life changes still. Yeah. Yeah, we started this. My kid hadn't even officially turned one yet, and now she's about turned five. Damn, that's how that's long crazy. we've been doing this. That's how long we've been doing this podcast. <laughs> I know this. The podcast listeners are seeing the growth of Angel Junior. Your <laughs> and, daughter, Angel Junior. <laughs> and uh, all right, here we are. We decided to kick off the new year <laughs> by watching Holiday. Yeah, which is, I guess it's a Netflix movie from like last, like last holiday season. I thought this movie came out in 2018. <laughs> I thought this movie came out in like 2011. It feels <laughs> like a 2011. It movie. feels like an old movie. And um, yeah, it's weird. Like it feels like a TV movie to me. And I remember, yes. I remember like thinking it was pretty cool. Like when I watched it, like a year ago, like I'm not cool, but I thought it was funny and, and entertaining. If you like this movie, good for you. More power to you. Yeah, I discovered on this watching that I don't really like this movie much. Well, that's the episode, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Next week, we'll talk about Violet Night 2 and Hoppy's future ideas. Um, all right. So, the, yeah, this is a Netflix movie. I guess it came out in October of 2020. So it is a couple years old already. Dude, I thought this movie came out like five years ago. And yeah. it turns out that it was literally like in the beginning, actually, what, nine months into the pandemic? Yes, I was like, twenty twenty. It's like the further we get away from it, like it feels like a fever dream, because damn, we really had like a year where all we did was sit at home and watch. I'd probably say that the most regular output of content that we ever did was that year, because literally we weren't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, we weren't doing nothing. <laughs> like that's back when I was still working at uh, in county health, so a full time job. <laughs> Yeah, I had a full-time ass job, so all I, all I would do was fight COVID and come back and watch movies. <laughs> but dude, that's crazy to think about. Like this movie, like in that year, 
and then like this movie being a product of its time i did think it was interesting you called it a tv movie because it totally i put in my notes this is just a tv movie with f-bombs yes well i mean they they put it it it, it's got the same feel of like those hallmark christmas movies that i don't ever watch um but it's just again yeah you just get to swear and like king bach is in it for some reason <laughs> uh because it's produced by mcgee the guy that produces all the teen movies and i don't do, i think mcgee is like you know secretly bought king box like brother <laughs> dad because <laughs> he's in everything he does on netflix <laughs> And also, McGee's also the guy that did a bunch of stuff on the CW. So if he's good at, he's that's good the other at, thing too. Like Kingbox is like, he's a Vine star. Like <laughs> again, this feels dated. Like everything in this feels dated. Every time I think of Vine, I just it's just intrinsically this year, 2015. No matter what. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so if you want, we can kind of jump into this because I mean, again, it, it wasn't distributed in theaters. It came out during the pandemic. Like, there's not a bunch of like what we were doing when we first watched it. And I think I watched it a whole year after it came out. So, um, I mean, maybe people are wondering why we chose rom coms and specifically Holiday. Well, (laughs) real quick, a bunch of you jackholes are like, hey, how how come you guys only do movies that you and Angel like? And we're like, because it's our podcast. Shut up. (laughs) <laughs> well there's a lot of movies that we do that we don't like end up liking so. yeah and those are movies we pick so we're idiots okay <laughs> but now true to the original form of this podcast we're letting you guys pick some movies so this is a listener request that i'm putting solely on Josue. this is Josue's fault <laughs> it's Josue's <laughs> dumbass fault that we had to watch this garbage ass movie and for those who don't know he's a friend of ours who not anymore. Uh, not after this movie. <laughs> a friend of ours who's also a fan of the show. Uh, yeah, I, I'm really curious as to why he specifically picked that as well. It doesn't. Fun, I, fun he's not much he, of a rom com guy, I don't think. No, he is. That's why oh. he picked it. He likes oh. holiday rom coms. Well, hey. So, and people have been asking for more rom coms, so we got to give the streets what they want. All right, fine. Here you go. Just so t- enjoy her content, you little, <laughs> <you> little piggies. <laughs> All right, so this movie uh, stars Emma Roberts, and I really don't know how to pronounce his last name. Luke Bracy, Rocky. No, Bracy. No, you're right. That's not that yeah, hard. Sure. And uh, yeah, I really don't know what he's in, but uh, the internet tells me that he was in the remake of Point Break, and uh, he was in GI Joe Retaliation. <laughs> so if you want to know the kind of stuff we're dealing with, and then uh, the star of this movie, Emma Roberts. Know? The only thing I've ever really seen her in is Scream Four. <laughs> okay. No, uh, give Emma Roberts some more credit. She did Scream Queens, which was on Fox. And then she did... Because American... she was a star in Scream 4. And then she did uh, American Horror Story, which Because was... she was in Scream 4. No, because she was already in those. <laughs> Scream 4 was 2011. I think she owes much of her career of the last decade to her being in Scream 4. I think which... she owes much of her career to Julia Roberts. Okay. Well, yeah, that's true. Don't 
<laughs> we we have uh, at least reviewed one uh, episode starring her father, who is Eric Roberts. Uh, I, wait. Yeah, he Eric Roberts was in Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he Not Sal Dennis Maroney. Farina, who I tend to confuse Eric Roberts with Why? for some reason. I Dennis Farina doesn't look anything like him. They're both tan and old white guys. And but, <laughs> but they don't Farina, look anything alike. You shut up. <laughs> yes, they do in my head, Candy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, those are the two stars of this movie. And uh, classic to... Okay, so this is kind of like the rom-com formula to me, right? Mm-hmm. It is, you know... Um, quirky businesswoman slash writer slash some kind of um fashion designer or it's just there's a specific set of jobs that main characters in these stories will have and a lot of like these movies tend to be like them discovering someone around them like (laughs) i don't know that they like fall in love with unintentionally and this you know, like th- some of the shit in this movie is so like corny and bad that like I have to think they did it on purpose because there's no way that they like were trying to do this straight faced. I don't know. Like friends with benefits culture is a thing so much so that there were two movies about hooking up with no strings attached in like 2018 or no 20. Well, I guess I should also just yes, I, I probably should also uh mentioned that i have not been an adult single in this last decade at all (laughs) so i don't know what the dating scene is like so i guess i guess i'm a bad person to 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 comment on the dating habits of millennials in the mid to late 2010s yeah, it sucks. You either ask, "Hey, what are your <laughs> what are your goals?" or you fall back on want some fuck and that's about it. <laughs> Those are your two choices. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that movie kind of follow or the movie kind of follows that same um that same kind of uh formula that every other rom-com has where um we have Emma Roberts playing the protagonist of Sloan Benson, who's this young, like, career-oriented woman who um, always happens to have really crappy luck whenever it comes to romance. Um, and we get introduced to her at what appears to be a Christmas holiday with her family, where she is once again single and, like, everyone decides to throw their two cents about it at her. Like, everyone from, like, the kids at the kids' table she's sitting at to, like, her mom, her other siblings. She has, like, a younger brother and an older sister. Spoiler alert. It's okay to be single, guys, and gals, and uh, we can normalize not having to get married. I, I, I hope that we eventually reach that point. And I say that as a married person. Not everything is for everybody, but I also understand that, like... She's in a world where everyone around her is uh, married to someone, paired up, and kind of living that, you know, quote-unquote, idyllic life. And the mom in particular lays on real thick how (laughs) much her value as a human is dependent on whether she has a partner. (laughs) 
it's right. like starting from this scene on she never lets off about the importance of sloan needing to find a partner and how she's hitting the you know she's almost 30 which i'm assuming means 26 and if she doesn't settle down soon her eggs are gonna rot inside of her i like how we have to like pretend that these like annoyingly uh, handsome people uh, (laughs) attractive people are like ghouls that will never find their true love (laughs) yeah ever roberts that unlikable ghoul person (laughs) the completely frumpy woman go back to your your bridge you fucking troll (laughs) oh god meanwhile we're also introduced to uh her paramour an australian golfer named jackson who um on the third date gets invited over to his tinder hookups like christmas party yes well like christmas family gathering yes right off the bat huge red flag i mean i wouldn't be going on a third date to anyone's house for the holidays i would just I think it could be done. I, well, again, On the third uh, not being, I think it can be done as long as there's a clear understanding from both parties about, <laughs> you know, what is and isn't appropriate. And if both parties are game, I don't. But what happens here is absolutely not that, you know, he thinks <laughs> it's one thing. She does something completely else, meaning, you know, they go to her parents' house and she like, gives him oral in her <laughs> in her childhood bedroom <laughs> and then later we'll make like we'll like reference it in front of her parents at a very inopportune time my favorite part is she gives him a gift he says no i forgot to get you a gift but here's 40 dollars and her <laughs> response is <laughs> No, she's like, you didn't get me a gift. You don't know me well enough to give me a gift, but you know me well enough to come in my mouth. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is going to be that type of movie. Yeah, it's very crass. This is like the kind, again, it's the kind of movie, like the humor that I was watching in movies 10 years ago. I was like, <laughs> she said, come. <laughs> Uh, and of course, he offers her forty dollars, to which she responds, "Make it 80. He ends up stealing the pants that she gave him, and and he ends up leaving. Um, and then Sloan and Jackson actually end up running into each other and meeting for the first time in the mall. Now, this busy right. ass mall the day after Christmas. <laughs> they spend a ton of time in the mall. Does anybody spend a lot of time in malls anymore? Yeah. Not in 2020, not in the middle of a pandemic, you irresponsible fucks. (laughs) Well, obviously this movie was, you know this movie was filmed more than likely pre-pandemic. Oh no, Like, it just released in 2020, but again, it's weird. I I know that watching this movie, like, a couple years ago, it was weird watching people in malls without masks, like... (laughs) No, people... people (laughs) Because we were... But to answer your question, people don't go hang out in malls like that anymore. No. And like they they it's she even points out like how weird it is that like Jackson just comes to hang out at a mall. Like they have a conversation about him why he hangs out at a mall. And I'm like, 
you know, she's right to find you creepy because who the hell just goes to hang out in malls? Like, not alone. Like, that's if you're in middle school, maybe. Like, that's a Buffalo Bill behavior. It's like, you know, it reminds me of like that that period of your life when you're like in middle school, maybe, and like the two places that you can go to are like a mall to hang out with friends or movie theater dates. Like two things that, like, as you get older, are not as like you know you don't you're not into them in that way anymore they're not like the only thing you can do because now you have cars and <laughs> yeah. accessibility to actual things yeah and, and i think it i think it is funny that both of them end up like you know at the return desk you know trying to return things for either cash or store credit <laughs> and uh you know like that's where they get into a conversation with each other they talk about how miserable their holiday was um Yes, stranger, allow me to vent <laughs> about how shitty my holiday was. I did think that at least they, they had, like, the gag where, like, the person behind them would, like, interject every now and then, like, you know, saying, talking about how they like the pants or, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, the 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 one-liner from the person behind them in line. And, uh, again, funny this- enough that we talk about, like, like middle school activities then they do like a joke where you think that like she is actually giving him a hand job in his car <laughs> and they're actually just eating candy well i think that's uh that's uh when they go to uh to valentine's oh, okay so that is not it is not that yeah no sorry here, this, there are multiple scenes like th- this is what i mean when i I've say never it feels seen... like a tv movie like it's just i feel like tv movies and like sitcoms are the ones that do this thing where you like repeatedly go back to one location over and over again in this movie in particular because the premise is that they hang out throughout the year but only like around um holiday times it's a lot of disjointed disconnected scenes yes so it in feels- fact like i made the gag about like you know how how you know sometimes these movies have people that are in certain kinds of jobs or careers do we even find out what sloan does as a job in this because i can't remember that we do no she just works in business and the only (laughs) thing that makes you realize she works in business whatever that is is because she talks about quarter three profit margins (laughs) and if it wasn't for that line i would be like I don't know. Is she a fucking writer for BuzzFeed? <laughs> That's what I thought. I swear to God, I thought she was like some sort of writer or some kind of like, it's just like, I don't get it. Like it is those nebulous, like I sit in a coffee shop with my MacBook Pro, like kinds of people. <laughs> oh, like yeah. what, what TikTokers project as being like business people. Oh man. So after uh, these two have a very um just like actually invasive conversation for two people meeting each other yeah and after kind of deciding that uh you know trying to find someone to date for these big holiday events um is really difficult they just kind of essentially jackson deposits hey i'm hot you're hot enough kind of like making a joke (laughs) and is like hey how about uh you know we just hit each other up and we hang out no strings attached and we just you know we we fake being the plus one at for holiday events Mm -hmm. 
and I'm like right off the bat I'm like oh okay so this is gonna be like they hook up all the time now and that's what creates like the weird tension um no no they just they they literally just kind of hang out keep it platonic for the most part of the movie Um, which is weird like like that's the thing too that, that makes it feel so disjointed it's it's i mean i'm sure that this thing could exist and people could do it out there but it feels so like not realistic to me that it's just weird that again it, it's a time jump movie we're just going to be jumping from <clears throat> month to month to different holidays and this is what a christian movie channel thinks yeah. <laughs> i think so it's bizarrely asexual and even in the point where they do end up having sex like they do not feel like they really like each other <laughs> at, no. in, in this movie. Like, again, it really just does feel like bizarrely asexual the entire time. <laughs> so they meet up for New Year's um, where, let's see, I think it's at New Year's. Um, yeah, they, they agree to spend that time together. But then they don't really have uh, further contact after that. There's like some weirdness where uh, Jackson like steps away. Uh, the countdown happens. Sloan looks at everyone make out. And then um, Jackson kind of feels bad about it. And then it looks like they don't have any contact until Valentine's Day. Because mm-hmm. in Valentine's Day, I want to talk about the interaction between Sloan, her ex, and her ex's new girlfriend. Right. Because it is bizarre. They're so inconsequential that, like, I forgot that they were in this movie until you just brought them up right now. Exactly. They don't come up a handful of times, but this this scene in particular is next level bananas. Like, the way (laughs) people talk to each other. Because she runs into this, she runs, she's she's at a, she's getting chocolates. She runs into her ex, um, who's also he's a banging hottie himself, along with the smoke show he's with. (laughs) But even though they're very attractive people, like again, we act like we're supposed to act like Emma Roberts is just this unlovable fucking hideous dog person. Yes, and I don't even find Emma Roberts attractive like that. But come on, like she's attractive. She is. She is the white Hollywood beauty, you know, standard. I mean, she's living life on easy mode. Okay, like yeah, exactly. (laughs) I like calling her a hideous dog person. (laughs) Like we're supposed to feel bad for her, and it's like it's still Emma fucking Roberts, y'all. Yeah, but my favorite part is uh, she was like, "Yeah, we broke up," and then um, he's like, "Oh," and the like, girlfriend says something to the effect of like, "Yeah, doesn't he fuck so good?" <laughs> he's like, she says he's like the Termin- Terminator, except I'm the one that comes again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, when was that ever said in the Terminator? <laughs> oh no yes that's why i said and mind you the best part is this is a full ass candy store and the girlfriend (laughs) is talking about how the dude is dropping loads in (laughs) Uh, just like no one thinks this is weird 
<laughs> and then luckily Jackson comes in, he sees uh he sees Sloan suffering and he kind of like he tries to pretend that uh he's uh Sloan's boyfriend at this point to try to save her from embarrassment Mm -hmm. and then we're supposed to act like jackson isn't also attractive (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) he's the booby prize (laughs) yeah dude like this would be super weird how it tries to like paint our protagonists as like these unlovable like shrew people like so much so that the mom like just keeps throwing Sloan over at Jackson. Oh my god! Even like the annoying neighbor boy that like the that that Sloan's mother wants to force upon her. Like I've seen this character in I don't know why it's coming into my head now, but if you see like a movie like The Wedding Planner with J Lo in it, there's this yeah. like there's this hideous Italian stereotype character mm-hmm. that is like the guy that her her character's father like says she should marry and he's like disgusting like he, he's just gross like has gross habits and is annoying mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they try to treat uh they try to treat Sloan's mother's neighbor who's a doctor Farouk like that and even he is like one of the most handsome men you've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> it, it almost feels it almost it's it almost feels upsettingly racist that like you know he is a brown man and uh you know is is looked at as like someone who is not attractive to our main character <laughs> as the white man of her dreams <laughs> it's so weird how they treat a lot of like these the, how they treat a lot of these attractive people like conventionally attractive people and make it trying to make us feel like they're hideous animals yeah and not i mean not to mention the daughter or i mean the daughter the mom is constantly just grabbing sloan and throwing her at people and just being like please have <laughs> sex with my unfuckable daughter <laughs> oh it's so bizarre but yeah here this is the this is where they do the gag where they make you think that sloan is giving uh jackson a hand job but it turns out they're eating chocolate in a very valentine's chocolate yeah so here's where they kind of establish more of the rules that you know they're gonna keep it platonic um and then they spend a couple more holidays together for saint patrick's day they go out drinking with a couple of their friends i think this is where we find out that um jackson knows uh york who's uh sloan's uh younger brother yes oh i forgot the younger brother's engaged yes the younger brother's engaged to a woman that he barely knows uh who's liz and uh, there's like there's again there's a lot of characters in this because there's also sloan's sister abby who is married to her husband peter and they're kind of like the boring married couple and they have like four kids and like you know she gets away with you know with sloan and it's just her and sloan all the time and she's never with her husband but her husband's like super cool with that and he's always the one that's like stuck at home with the kids and uh then you know then we also have aunt susan who's uh sloan's slutty aunt who is basically sloan of the future because this movie has to find a character that they're gonna say you know don't be an unmarried dog face (laughs) loser woman or else you're gonna end up like aunt susan one day (laughs) 
Yeah, find a partner so that way you can finally know your true worth as a woman and as an American <laughs> Christian. <laughs> it is so bizarre. And again, they're asking like the actress is like this hideous person too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's it's bizarre, but um, but yeah. So after um, and I have thoughts on Abby and like the weird projections they're putting on abby and her husband where it's like the they try to say that he he's okay with taking care of the four kids by himself so she can just like piss off and go drink with her little sister all the time well i mean that's again that's actually in as a married person myself i think that's that's pretty progressive no, that, but like, then it, <clears throat> that this mother is able to go off on her own and i know what you mean the the, the, the problem later becomes mm-hmm. is that she's only alone and um, and they turn that and they force that into this weird plot point where all of a sudden we're so, they're trying to make us like sympathize with abby and that because barry doesn't make like time for her because all he wants to do is be with the kids it's really bizarre it was a bizarre like writing choice and I I didn't get what they were trying to do there. No. And then they, it gets it, it'll get worse later too because then like um then she ends up like at one of the events where they're all drunk, she ends up kissing King Box character and you mean Black Panther? Yeah, and then they keep like just going back to it over and over again. You kiss the Black Panther, you kiss the Black Panther, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? What, what is this? Is like it's not even funny. It just kind of like goes back to it. I'm like, all right, what is this? There's literally no point in yeah. bringing that piece into it that they bring later because it doesn't lead to any like actual tension between her and her husband like mm-hmm. it just seems like it's going to be but then all of a sudden it just turns abby like against sloan instead it's, it's so just yeah and then this is like later in the year and and i hate to be jumping back and forth with the plot of this movie but again it's just this movie just feels so scattered and <laughs> to me yeah like pretty much what happens is so at st patrick's day we find out that jackson knows roar uh york i think is the dude's name um at cinco de mayo um they introduce the (laughs) sloan and jackson get drunk white characters and sombreros sucking down tequila and coronas yeah dude it's mexican independence day you know (laughs) <laughs> it's muy it's muy racista uh, it's muy fantastico <laughs> and yeah they end up that whole scene is just so that they can talk about dirty dirty sex to each other and how Sloan would make her make him feel good or something and then they wake up from being plastered the night before and you're in they have this weird thing where you don't know if they hooked up or not and yes. they have the the back and forth where they're like, "Wouldn't you know if if someone had sex?" And it's like, "Well, wouldn't you?" <laughs> yeah. And I'm Which like, is, "Yeah." I, I, and I was like, "Yeah, drunk sex and sexual assault. This is a great." <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're both equally drunk, so it's more of just like the both of them making poor decisions. But it's, it's just a weird. Uh, there are consent issues for sure. <laughs> It's just a bizarre situation. It's just—it's something you don't need to introduce in a movie. You don't need to introduce it in a 2020 movie. 
Like, <laughs> like maybe it's one of those things that like in a 2005 or 2006 movie, we're like, oh, that didn't age well. But whatever, you know, it's just a thing that we just kind of have to deal with. Um, it's just it's whereas like just in this stupid. it just feels yeah it just feels completely unnecessary and you're just like all right well what's the point of it and then uh i guess some other gags to note is that on mother's day they insinuate they're gonna go hump in the in the bathroom when, <laughs> when and so that way the mom can finally see that her daughter is humpable like yes and all they really end up doing is like ditching the mother and you never see her and then the the other thing, and what I noticed, this movie does this a couple times. On Easter, they have the weird interaction where they try to introduce Farouk again, but like Jackson's already there, and um, like Sloan and Jackson then kind of have a tea party with like one of Sloan's nieces, where she reveals that she broke up with her juice box boyfriend. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when they leave um you know there's like a little bit of moment of vulnerability i put in quotes where jackson reveals that uh that sometimes women will hurt guys without realizing it and how they get them to ad- be adventurous and try new things and break down barriers and then for one day for them to decide that it's all over and they just grab everything and leave and they stole my panini maker. And then he <laughs> looks at Sloan and goes, my panini maker, and like repeats it. And I'm like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to laugh? Because yeah. panini maker is a funny word? <laughs> I guess. And then she says something to the effect of him being like, oh, love and lost. Did you like butt stuff? Was that what it was? <laughs> anyway this pretty much takes us all the way to fourth of july where like the next biggest chunk of uh the story takes place yeah (laughs) i want to make a really a really strange parallel to another movie which is again it's what i do on this show (laughs) but i feel like this is a completely unserious terrible version of that uh of that um uh, <laughs> that movie Boyhood. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the one okay. where like the movie is just a con- a collection of like vignettes from every single year. It's like this is just like segments of every single month. Um, and I that... swear that's I don't know why that movie is the one I kept coming into mind. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, it'd be like if someone made a terrible version of that movie. <laughs> I honestly thought you were gonna say this made you think of the Long Halloween because of the no. long calendar. <laughs> And I was about to punch you through this. Zoom oh, call. no, 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 no. Thankfully, this is the one time I did not once think of <laughs> Batman. that character, which shall not be named. Ratman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so we get to we get to the 4th of July where Jackson and his friend Bjork decide to buy an obscene amount of fireworks. Yes. And they end up going to like this like lakeside cabin where they proceed to just throw fireworks in, into the You water. know, it's it's fireworks is one of the few things I don't understand and I think it's funny that they make that they poke fun at like why guys like fireworks so much. 
because it's like <laughs> I don't get the allure of fireworks, but I remember like being a teenager going with my family. We went to El Salvador like for the holidays, you know, for Christmas Eve and New Year's. And I just remember and you're so used to like here where like, you know, fireworks are so regulated and it's like it's very hard to get like a hold of like legal fireworks. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, my dad was over there and my dad like spent spent like almost $300 worth of fireworks one time obscene amount of fireworks and it's it's all I could think about when I was just watching them get super excited over blowing this shit up and I don't remember exactly what the joke Abby made about it but but like the reason why like oh no the joke she makes about it is that they she they equate it to their dick yeah (laughs) (laughs) that men are either blowing shit up or fucking and I'm like okay (laughs) She's she's not wrong. It's just like going back to unregulated fireworks from our home countries. I loved those because you didn't know if you were going to get a dud or something that was packed with three times more the recommended amount of gunpowder. Oh my god! And (laughs) yeah, it it, it, I had family members who have had fireworks accidents. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that and no more. Or lighting bottle rockets and throwing them at each other. <laughs> we were destructive ass kids. <laughs> and it's like, why do we like the dangerous dumb bullshit? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So as it turns out, as they're um, exploding all these fireworks, one of them goes off in Jackson's hands and he JPPs himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he ends up like blowing his middle finger off. Um, they managed to put in ice, and then they Sloan has to be the one to uh, to drive uh, Jackson to the ER. And then this is where she reveals that she doesn't have a license, and it was it expired. And she just she lives in Chicago, so she has never decided to renew it. Yeah, which I don't understand, but I but I hey, I know people who live in cities who don't have cars. I get yeah, it. You know, it's not the I that wasn't it. the weirdest it's, thing. It was just no. weird that it came up now. Yeah, it's again, this movie just like adds unnecessary like subplots to it. <laughs> <laughs> like things that maybe it thinks are adding character but actually end up feeling completely unnecessary. This is the same as like kissing the Black Panther. It doesn't really it doesn't really like go anywhere. Yeah, so she ends up getting him to the ER there uh her and jackson end up smoking the, the, they start smoking the dube the abby <laughs> major dubage <laughs> even the way this movie treats pot is very early 2000 <laughs> and it's like it's 2020 it's but the time this movie like came out it had already been decriminalized in like three states <laughs> why are we acting like teenagers (laughs) why are we hiding it oh my god especially like as an adult i found out way more people do a bunch of cocaine what what (laughs) anyway uh, but yeah like so they start making like finger related puns in the er uh, and who else to show who shows themselves who else but sexy dr brown sexy man 
<laughs> Dr. Farouk, we find out that he's a surgeon in Chicago, but he was flown out or, you know, he came out this far because he's the only guy that can reattach toes and fingers. Yes. In the local area. So he says, he met, you know, he takes uh, Jackson into surgery. But this is the first time we see a little bit of like um, a little bit of uh, jealousy from Jackson because mm-hmm. uh, Sloan high as hell. She gets really close and handsy with uh, Farouk, um, which kind of ma- causes uh, Jackson. I don't know why I was going to call him Sloan, <laughs> but it causes Jackson to kind of respond. <laughs> Girl Sloan and man Sloan. <laughs> Sloan and Manslow. <laughs> uh, oh man. But yeah, he ends up kind of interjecting and Farouk takes him into surgery. Um and I think Sloan ends up taking Jackson home. And then they have this like prolonged platonic but not platonic hand touching. Yes. And then they do this weird thing where she's like, Oh, I guess I'm leaving. And he's like, if you want. They use a lot of if you want in this movie, and that's the in my experience, not the best way to communicate with your partner. No, but that's kind of like the thing with rom-coms, right? Like the joke is that there's a lot of misunderstanding, and that's what drives the characters further away before they eventually get back together. Except in this one, it just does feel like like it feels a little too unbelievable. Like these people are acting way younger than they really are. Like, yes like, like if you were to tell me that like this was a 19 and 20 year old like if these are two people that are like in college you know like then i can i can you know get some of this stuff but it's just yeah it really looks does. 40 like for starters <laughs> yes he's a 40 year old man who peruses through the mall who cruises through the mall on weekdays <laughs> drinking mall smoothies you just make them sound more like buffalo bill each time (laughs) (laughs) this rom-coms can become horror movies very quickly (laughs) so after sloan ends up leaving both sloan talks to uh her sister so she talks to abby jackson talks to king batch because i refuse to learn his real name in this movie (laughs) Yes, and then uh, they pretty much have this understanding that something was there, that there's some vibes, and that Sloan feels like, oh, um, maybe that'll change their the next time they they're set to hang out, which would at this point be Labor Day, which is York and um, what was the girl's name, Liz's wedding, um. To which King Batch tells Jackson that if he sh- that if uh, you know he he thinks this is getting too serious that he mm-hmm. should that Jackson should tell Sloan that they should go with other people so that way you know they, it doesn't get too weird or anything. Which takes us to this FaceTime call, which takes up the screen. It was weird. Uh, yeah. I don't, wasn't a huge fan of the weird FaceTime call they have, like the way it's done. Um, it feels very play-like. It feels like this is taking place on a stage as opposed to 
it feels if that that's what it is it feels like this was written more for a stage play than it was for an actual movie in some in some of those weird scene transitions you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. because that's what it felt like that facetime call was um but in that facetime call they have another misunderstanding which kind of leads to them finding their own dates for the wedding Yes. Um, Sloan ends up taking Farouk and, and Jackson ends up going with the aunt. Yes, which is like, uh, all right, <laughs> easily the cringiest part of the movie. <laughs> At least the only and the only nice thing that really comes out of it is that is that Farouk and like Aunt Susan end up end up falling for each other which is like all right fine it's like yeah the two characters that are being completely used by our now unlikable leads <laughs> at <laughs> least they're gonna find at least they're gonna find love in each other this proves that old thing that all main characters in rom-coms are terrible people and they make everyone around them suffer <laughs> yes because they just use and manipulate everybody <laughs> Honestly, we should do more rom-coms this year so that we can just, like, test this thesis about how, like, terrible these people really are. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Angel and Javi ruined rom-coms. Yeah. I, let's not do too many. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. So after the wedding... Um... Well, they, you know, they end up uh, having like kind of this argument at the wedding, mm-hmm. but Farouk, like you said, Farouk ends up hooking up with uh, the aunt, so they agree that they'll next time they'll see each other is for Halloween. And at Halloween, uh, Jackson uh, has Sloane dress up as a very sexy pirateess, and he dresses up as Jack Sparrow, <laughs> according to I forgot who it was. I think it was King Badge. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they end up going to this other non-descript party they go to a lot of non-descript parties like, yes just it's it's one of those things where like if you're watching this as a teenager you're like man being an adult must be fun you get to go to like all these random parties all the time because it's what i used to think when i used to watch rom-coms <laughs> and then you become an adult and you're like nah you know what most of the time you're just hanging out with co-workers at like night spots and they you might go s- maybe once a month they went to this new year's party you know what i did for new year's i ate three bowls of chili and almost <laughs> blew my fucking butt out <laughs> That was my New Year's Eve, baby, and I there is no shame about that. (laughs) That chili was delicious. Oh Oh, man, so uh at this uh horny people on Halloween. Halloween is is I guess it's a top five horniest holiday of the year. I would assume it's top one. What would be a phone? <laughs> That's true. It would be Valentine's Day, Halloween, what, Labor Day? <laughs> oh, yeah, workers' rights really get me horny. <laughs> oh. oh, shit. Is it Thanksgiving? Are you a gobble gobble <laughs> slut? Sweet Arbor Day sex. <laughs> Oh man, so at Halloween, um Sloan is just uh, they they I don't know why they make it seem like Sloan again is like this 
like ginormous person where she's like having trouble getting into this corset and i'm like that corset looks like it if anything it looks too big like i don't see <laughs> in the entire time she starts having a panic attack because when they're at the party again she sees her ex and the ex's uh girlfriend who are now pregnant and which like why are you at this point well then i kind of you know i kind of remember that like when i had a holiday party at my at my job and my wife was like nine months pregnant (laughs) and she went so I guess it makes sense. I was but, more like, whose party is this that these people got invited? <laughs> yeah, that all these people, like, isn't this supposed to be a big city? Like, that's the other thing, too, about these kinds of movies. It's like they're all live in like a big city, yet they all end up in the same malls, in mm-hmm. the same clubs. <laughs> always running like the someone's same, like, tiny hometown. People. Yeah. <laughs> like, if it's Bedford Falls from It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> So uh, Sloan ends up having this panic attack. Um, Jackson ends up taking her home. Later that night, Abby's been like, she's been forcing pills down Sloan's throat all night, only yes. for us to find out what we thought were like Pepsi acid or something. It's actually laxatives. Right. So <laughs> she is, needs to shit herself. <laughs> she is like Javi after three bowls of chili <laughs> She is literally having your New Year's Eve. (laughs) So she starts panicking and starts talking about how she doesn't want to be known as the girl that shit her pants on Halloween and forces she starts forcing Jackson to take the corset off, which I'm like, that's not your pants. Yes. So they run to her apartment and they're like rushing to get her out. Which, yeah, hey, I've never worn a corset, so maybe you do need to take a corset off so you can just like blow your ass out when you're sitting <laughs> on the toilet. Women, please write to the show <laughs> in our next review. We don't know anything about women's bodies, hence why we're pro-choice. <laughs> oh, man. We are so, bad at this. Yeah, that's why I'm like, do what you want with your body. I don't know any better. <laughs> I'm trash. I can't so again, even do things so again, that's why I'm pretty sure that her needing to take the corset off again. Hey, maybe she needs to have a loose stomach to just shit her brain. Though it's probably one of those things where you know you get half naked to go take a shit. <laughs> she just wants to be extra comfortable, probably. Hey, I'm sure all of us have had those times where we just have to completely disrobe to finish doing our business. <laughs> When you gotta teach that toilet who's boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I did not think that's where this review was gonna go. <laughs> oh. So they managed to get her into the door into the bathroom. <laughs> she slams the door and you just hear like it's funny watching this movie with subtitles because it's like you just hear her they say you hear her like scream or something like that and also wet noise (laughs) (laughs) implying that i'm assuming she shit herself yeah which is only confirmed later when jackson is like bathing her right But Jackson, ever the gentleman, when she's like, don't look at me, she's like, okay, I won't, as he continues to kind of, like, shower yeah. her. And, um, look, look, 
if you find yourself a partner who at your worst is still willing to take care of you that's a keeper all right yes if they are willing to move help you through the weird and you know when you leave exorcist style evidence all over you and when you're married you will absolutely have moments like that (laughs) not the moment in this film but you will absolutely get closer than you've ever either expected and or wanted to (laughs) to another human being prepare for your uh partner's fluids to be inside of you and it's not the ones you think (laughs) uh but at this point uh they end up you know he ends up taking her to bed um and then he actually stays the night and he stays in the bed with her um they wake up and you know they look at each other longingly and when he goes in for the kiss she she talks about how she hates that in in rom-coms that people kiss in the early morning um and he ends up putting her hand down and kisses her um which then leads to them you know doing the no pants dance (laughs) right the very unsexy sex that is being had (laughs) we've seen a couple sex scenes in in our days (laughs) at least it's better in the room (laughs) at least he's not having sex with her belly button yeah i mean yeah it, it's 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 about as unsexy as Eyes Wide Shut was, I guess. <laughs> oh shit! I forgot we did just watch Eyes Wide Shut. So after they end up hooking up, uh, Abby just lets herself into Sloane's apartment. <laughs> yes, and she's and she reveals that. Um, oh wait, no, 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 no! It was leading up to this, where like Sloane has this sudden like panic and is like oh well i guess it's time for you to leave huh and jackson's like boy what's that <laughs> he's like for struth and she's like yeah you know it's time for you to leave on account of that's what men do yeah you, you hit it and quit it and then you dip and he's just like really confused yeah and he seems like, really offended and upset by it because i guess you know he was telling his friend that you know that it seemed like they were starting to get closer to each other and again it's like this thing where both of them are pretending that they're not that into each other mm-hmm. and that that's what drives them apart <laughs> and as abby comes in talking about how she kissed the black panther the night before um yeah like sloan pretty much does everything but just kick him out the door <laughs> herself and he so he ends up leaving um and yeah pretty much from there they just have like uh this what's it called um yeah they they pretty much don't don't have contact until thanksgiving and they're Mm -hmm. not even like at this point sloan isn't even sure if um if he's gonna show up yeah and so there's this like weird situation where the aunt brings like the next door neighbor, this guy who she she keeps calling Warren. His name's Wally, <laughs> played by and, the wonderful uh, Dan Laria, who you know for those who know or don't know is the dad in the Wonder Years. <laughs> oh, that's what that was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I had no idea. And I think he's passed away already at this oh, point. So. Actually, you know, let me ch- let me check before I before before I unintentionally kill someone who's still alive. Actually, 
he's still alive. He's still alive. <laughs> Why am I always killing people on this show? I really hope this doesn't. I really hope the do we like movies bump where we accidentally kill old actors like ever happens. <laughs> oh. oh god. So after um so after not dead Dan Laria. Yes, after like, not dead Dan Laria, he almost dies in this movie. <laughs> yes. Maybe that's why you thought he died, because he almost dies here. <laughs> but this leads to like, you know, the or what was it? Uh, the mom ends up burning the food, uh, mm-hmm. the Thanksgiving meal, and she ends up sending Sloan to the store to go get it. Like go get like some supplies. And then in comes um you know jackson acting like everything's fine and just pretending like everything's okay he ends up giving the pie to the mom the Mm -hmm. mom gets super snarky about it after she was like oh yeah don't forget pie and then uh, when he gets there and gives her the pie he goes oh i guess don't worry because it's like desserts are covered and i didn't know she was talking to jackson or to sloan i'm assuming to sloan right yes because i'm like why is she being snarky to jackson what did he do he literally just showed up. <laughs> Not only did he show up, he's the only one that's trying to court his her unmarriable daughter. Unmarriable daughter. <laughs> so they end up going her, to the her store. Ogre of a daughter. <laughs> I Sloan. I am Sloan. <laughs> so uh, they end up going to the store where they end up having this um, prolonged when Harry met Sally type of argument Mm -hmm. where Sloan keeps she holds on to the receipts and talks about how uh, when they first met Jackson made a point to say that he didn't find her attractive at all uh, to which Jackson responds saying, well, what was I supposed to say? Was I supposed to say that, you know, the, you know, you have lips that are, that are begging to be kissed Ugh. or eyes that make me forget my own name. <laughs> and I was like, damn, son, laying it on thin. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not writing any of those down to possibly use them. <laughs> and, and, you know, she has like a moment where she's like, oh, and then she goes, no, fuck this dude. <laughs> yeah and then uh jackson ends up calling her out and says look you're not a, you're afraid to be happy and you're not willing to give yourself a chance to be happy uh ever since your ex cheated on you you just like Ryan love Gosling. me true <laughs> yeah <laughs> all that was left for him to be like you dumb bitch you're ugly anyway <laughs> but he's like but then he has the line where he's like Oh, Ryan Gosling can tell you to come along on his express, the Ryan Gosling Express, and you still wouldn't join. <laughs> and, uh, and they did the thing. Then he says the Ryan Gosling trade again. <laughs> well, yeah, because they do make mention to like, you know, the notebook and like how she finds it. Like, too. It, it, I do say it is like a thing where like most people know that these things are corny, but there mm. is a secret part of a lot of people where like, you wish your life was like that 
<laughs> like the well, unrealistic uh, expectations that movies have placed on us. <laughs> well, the reason why this scene I actually liked is because then she says, Ryan Gosling wouldn't come to this store. He's too cool to shop for himself. <laughs> and then if you look in the background, there is like a blonde guy that looks kind of like Ryan Gosling being uh. covered by, by the door. And you're like, is that Ryan Gosling? Like I have expected him to open, like close the door and be like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> Um, but yeah, like after that, um, they end up going, you know, she ends up going back home, brings all the supplies, which this leads to a giant blow up fight within the entire family because Sloan ends up revealing that Abby kissed Black Panther at the party. Um, and then, you know, we find out that. York and uh, Liz have this problem where they don't know each other as well as they thought because they got married after th- or they got engaged after three months of knowing each other. Yeah, like it is funny that like they they introduce them as two characters that barely met and then all of a sudden they got engaged. So like the complete like you know just the other extreme, mm-hmm. and then it is funny that like throughout the year it's like you know she's like oh it's, it's you know she like she um. Liz is like, you know, acts like everything's cool. It kind of goes along with everything because it like she is treating it like as if it's a new relationship. And then it is funny that like when York starts like, you know, like it projecting what he thinks she she wants or what she thinks she likes on her. That's when she's like, you don't even know me. <laughs> yeah. So they start arguing. Which good for her. <laughs> and then I know that was actually a positive thing to come out here. And I love how the family like turns on Sloan all of a sudden. Everyone's like, every time you ruin you ruin holiday events by talking about how much your life sucks. <laughs> all because you choose to be single. And I'm like, damn, is it like that? <laughs> so uh all this fighting causes um what's his name? <laughs> all this fighting almost kills the Wonder Years dad. Oh yeah. <laughs> because what ends up happening is that um well, crap, what was his name? It was uh Wally, hmm? Wally is Wally, is, thank is, you. Yes, his name. Yeah. Yeah, Wally ends up having a heart attack. Uh they end up calling 911. And there's this really kind of there's this messed up moment where the aunt doesn't want to go uh with him because she's just like yeah he's just a date like i'm not mm-hmm. I, i'm only here to date dan laura and not marry <laughs> <laughs> so um sloan ends up going with aunt susan and they both get on the get in the um ambulance yeah. together yeah i was about to say the uh hospital taxi <laughs> <laughs> that tells you where my mind is the uber if you will <laughs> the big hospital uber van uh so when they end up uh getting there um and susan reveals that she, here she is at the age of 49 and all you know she was too afraid to love somebody and now she's an unlovable shrew that no one will ever be able to tame. And in comes Farouk, who asks if they were here for Wally. Um, and, you know, they, you know, it's revealed that Aunt Susan, you know, broke up with Farouk and that mm-hmm. he actually liked her. And as he starts walking away, uh, Sloan convinces her to go say something and kind of win him back, uh, to which she does. 
and that you're there left to go have sex in Wally's room, I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, this leads to a couple days of um, Sloan being a creepy a creepy stalker where she like goes outside of uh, Jackson's place and tries to go talk to him, but just kind of watches him leave. Um, and once again, we're at this goddamn mall because <laughs> there's no other places to go shopping in Chicago, apparently. Yeah, because of course we are. We're in Chicago. So like the one place where we have to go is the same, which I kind of get. I mean, you go to these comfort places when you live in a town and stuff like that. But yeah, it's of course, all the characters converge in mm-hmm. this one place literally all the time. And as they are going, you know, as they're kind of walking through the the crowded, uh, the crowded holiday like mobs as people go shopping, um, Sloane and her friend, or Sloane, Abby, and the kids are uh, on the up escalator. Uh, Jackson's on the down. They make eye contact and pass each other. And everyone, for some reason, is like, this is your sign. You have to do something right now. Completely ignoring that she has his number and could have reached out this whole time. (laughs) (laughs) But because they chose to go to the mall that he always goes to get his free drinks, and I'm assuming find his next victims for his skin (laughs) suit, um, they were like, oh, it's a sign. It's a sign. (laughs) (laughs) That one got you, huh? (laughs) she ends up running down the escalator the up escalator total bitch move oh man things that everyone would love to try all the time but like you know that you'll get yelled at as an adult so you can't god and she's just like shoving people all over the place (laughs) she she probably seriously injured conservatively like seven people on her way down this escalator and then she's like shouting to Jackson. Uh, as she's shouting over to Jackson, she's not able to get his attention. I thought they were going to recreate the scene from cr- the end of Crocodile Dundee where like <laughs> the message gets passed on by different people outside of the train mm-hmm. because she calls him Crocodile Dundee in the beginning yes. of the movie. Yes, he <laughs> does. Was, because he's uh, Australian. Yeah, because we <laughs> Americans are so so clever. Yeah, like your only your only like point of reference for someone from Australia is Crocodile Hunter or Crocodile Dundee, the Crocodile Hunter Steve Irwin, <laughs> or, or now if you're like a parent in the 2010s, the characters from Bluey the cartoon. <laughs> Thank you to the great country and continent of Australia. <laughs> your three main. Exports. contributions to art <laughs> oh man so as she yeah, shouts to get Jackson's attention there's like a black choir singing um, singing uh, like carols and for some reason they stop singing just to help Sloan <laughs> yes it's a so, corny part of the movie where they even like talk about how those movies are like that it's like the end of say it's like you know the end of say anything with the boombox, like it, it is that. Like, hey, shut up! That's the best part of these movies. <laughs> hey, no, <laughs> the it's a giant, it's big, it's... showy profession of love. Yes, it, the thing that they told you was going to happen is the thing that ends up happening. And again, it, it the reason why it like works for me is because it, they play it, they play it exaggerated. 
Oh, absolutely. Like they, at this point, the filmmakers know what they're doing. They're like, yeah. this is a lifetime or this is a freebie movie or yeah, <laughs> it's just on Netflix. So <laughs> we're just going to ham it up and we're going to be as like uh, what's meta as possible about it. So they fill it with a bunch of in jokes from the last year of what these two have been through. Um, and you know, she talks about how this was like the worst Thanksgiving and that she says, I don't want you to be my holiday date anymore. I just want you on the weekends and maybe even the weekdays. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they got me. I was like, such, such, such a stupid line. And she's like, what do you say? And then he tries to fake her out and is like, nah, later. And just like walk, tries to walk away. And then he stops and turns around and smiles and he's like, gotcha. Ooh, I'm such a sneaky Australian guy, aren't I? And that would have been better if you did, I don't know, like an April Fool's gag. Mm -hmm. And then you had a callback to that. I don't know. That was weird. It was weird. It just felt weird for him to try to fake her out. I'm like, what are you doing here, bud? anyway they go they kiss a bunch of strangers just start cheering for them while they become serenaded by this choir Uh, roll credits and we see all the couples in Sloane's life like go on vacation and magically fix all their relationships yes Susan is now with Farouk and then then Wally is actually with Sloane's mom now (laughs) I know yeah and then, and, the, then, uh, and then even Neil, who was completely brushed off as Black Panther, who was kissed by a married woman and never seen again, he ends up being with Carly, who was Jackson's date from the previous Christmas at the beginning of the movie. Oh, that's who that was? Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering I mean, I who give, that was. I give the movie points for like tying up all the loose ends, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, and pretty much roll credits. That's our movie. All right. I've already made my thoughts on this clear before we started recording this. But Javi, do you like Holiday? <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't say that I do, Angel. <laughs> that being said, I found some things I do like. I think some of the gags are good. Um, some of the jokes are funny. But for the most part, it's like... Ugh. Yeah. But you know what? For a straight Netflix movie, one that you didn't have to pay extra for, I see why people love it. And you know what? People love these movies because they are cheesy. And you I know what? It's it's the adult version of a Disney Channel original movie, which I go. like when I was a kid, I loved Disney Channel original movies so much that I swear to you, I could do a podcast just on those movies so like it's a, i'm not i'm not gonna shame people for what they like like what you like yeah i exactly. just did not like it <laughs> yeah it's just not our cup of tea but you know what i understand why people like it these are yeah. funny enough they're goofy enough they they're decoms with swear words and i i get that i get why people like that um but you know what that's not gonna turn me off the the genre i'm definitely gonna watch more uh low uh more rom-coms I mean, shit. I love, I love Lovebirds. If we ever get to review that one, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So, but, you know, uh, but, I'm sure yeah. we'll come back. It's a genre that I'm sure we're going to come back to. Um, 
because again nah. it is one that we don't we don't venture into on our own very often i know especially now that we open that floodgate <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so obviously those uh, we've given our thoughts on it and uh, we appreciate you guys for recommending this movie even though javi says that he didn't <laughs> we always re- uh, appreciate you know people contributing and actually wanting to tell us what you know movies that they actually want to hear us talk about and... way, it's on site next time I see. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah we're very excited and happy that we are now in the fourth year of this show and hope to continue getting more consistent content pushed out and now kind of you know easing back into more of a regular uh episode you know release schedule <clears throat> and also just continuing to put out more movies man because we are getting closer and closer and closer to you know another another uh you know one of those big episode numbers i really can't believe that we have gone through and reviewed the amount of movies that we have and uh i really thank the people who listen to the show um for you know at least giving us the impression that people care about what we're doing out there so (laughs) we appreciate you listeners right and uh yeah we're almost at episode 150 so uh very excited to get us there and to go past 150 so um, damn 150 yeah this is episode 148 so we're close oh shit oh we gotta do something special for 150 oh yeah <laughs> i hope you guys are ready for get richard <laughs> so we'd like to thank you guys for joining us in this episode please continue interacting with us on social media um on our instagram page um leave us a review on apple podcast if you can and a rating for the show and uh, try to rate the show on spotify if you can um and do what you can to get the word out for the show we really appreciate it and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time much love thanks y'all